0: This is the Taz and Jim Podcast.
1: Thank you
2: for being a friend.
1: R.I.P. Betty. Betty White passed away at the end of last week. Uh, At the age of 99, she almost made 100. And the first person, uh, Jim, you thought of, first person I thought of was our friend Robert Swift. He's a mixed martial arts instructor by day. By night, he does a Golden Girls podcast called Wait, I Don't Get It, and Robert joins us
3: on the show here. Hey, buddy. How you doing, guys? Man, I feel sorry for the focus pads and the punching bags the day after you found out Betty White died. I'm sure you were (laughs) taking it out on them, eh?
0: Went hard on all the new students.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can laugh because this woman had an incredible life.
0: Yeah, 80 80 years on television, and she made it to 99. Uh, God bless.
1: And she almost has the last laugh because there was all sorts of hoopla surrounding her 100th birthday. Which is coming up in a few weeks. She almost made it to 100. There's a uh, special, a tribute movie that has been made. It's going to be shown in some theaters across the United States. Oh, there, there
3: were magazines that, the day she had died that said turning 100. I think it was People magazine or something like yeah, that. Yeah, way to jinx it,
1: people. <laughs> Good
0: job. Yeah. Well, Betty White gets the last laugh for sure. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't feel too bad though she was quoted as saying that she wanted to spend her 100th birthday with the person she loved most. And her husband of, uh, you know, of, of 30-odd years, uh, Alan Lutta had died in 81. So, you know, she gets to do that. So that's a nice little uh, uh and condolence for her, mm-hmm. which is uh, beautiful.
1: Yeah, and it is pretty touching when you hear about the love affair that these two had. They, they were madly in love. Betty White never remarried after her husband, Alan, passed away. And according to Carol Burnett, who heard it from Betty's assistant, um, Betty White's last word was Alan. Wow. Yeah. Beautiful. Gives you goosebumps, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, that's gorgeous. Uh, what made Betty White so great on The Golden Girls as Rose Nyland?
0: Oh, she uh, she's just a perfect character. They wanted her to play, um, uh, they wanted her to play Blanche instead. Uh, but when they got into additions, uh, she just plays the dips beautifully, right? So uh-huh. you know, uh, from from vacuum slacks to you know, finding out that she's got fifty six boyfriends. Um, that's the kind of gal that rose was
1: <laughs> <laughs> she she is the the golden girl I think that is able to stay in character like you watch betty white go into one of her monologues uh, as rose and you can see the other golden girls trying not to crack up hmm. like she would oh, she would almost make the other golden girls break constantly
0: yeah and uh, you can see that in lots of scenes and it's like that's the best they could get right. That was the best they could do. So obviously, she was cracking everybody up on set uh, in, in a worse way, right? So, uh, um, you know, good good for Betty White and and being a real star. You know, she had so many TV shows. She had tons of movie credits. She was an avid animal lover, uh, uh, an author of many many books. And
1: yeah, what was so the one with uh, the alligator, Lake Placid? She is Lake so Placid. funny in Lake Placid. If you haven't seen that, check it out, Jim. I know you hadn't seen an episode of The Golden Girls. Last time we talked to Robert, but with Betty White's passing, you watched your first full episode on the weekend. What did you think?
3: I th- I thought it was very funny. I, I guess my girlfriend slash fiance grew up watching <laughs> cool. uh, your girl, you're slashy. <laughs> your slashy, your girlfriend slash fiance. She grew up watching the show with her mom. Like when she was a kid, she stayed home from school. Whatever, mom loved the show, so she was devastated. So I, I watched an episode with her, and it was hilarious. I was shocked. The thing that surprised me was I was shocked how mean everybody was to B. Arthur. In one episode, there was like six jokes about her being like disgusting, too tall, mannish, ugly, how nobody likes her. I was like, wow, B is taking it on the chin here. Holy cow. (laughs) But it was very funny. Uh, Actually, Rob, can I test your knowledge? Season one, episode 22, what was the plot?
0: Oh God, I would never be able. to oh, do that. Okay, Jamie, I wasn't sure how hardcore Jamie's, you were. Uh, I'm here. I'm the color commentator. Jamie's the uh, the
1: play by play. Yeah, Jamie Doyle is <laughs> okay. is the podcast, the Golden Girls podcast co-host. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and expert. She's the, the oh, yeah, statistics. The but Robert, you do you have a tattoo of all four Golden Girls on your upper thigh? Any plans to get uh, a Betty White in memoriam tattoo Maybe anywhere else on, on your body? Top.
0: Uh, I think that the way it is now is just perfect.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I know you were you're disappointed because you got Golden Con coming up this year, a Golden yeah. Girls convention down in the states, and also you your dream was to get uh, one of the Golden Girls on your podcast, and now unfortunately that'll never
0: happen. Well, I'm hoping that maybe we can get a medium on uh, the show and maybe do some sort of spirit contact with uh, with some of the girls because. You know, I'm, I guess that's my last hope.
1: Yeah, do a seance, a Golden Girls seance. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I Don't Get It is the name of the podcast if you want to hear about the Golden Girls. And I'm sure a very special tribute to Betty White coming up there. Uh, you can find it wherever you, you get your podcasts. Thank you very much, Robert Swift, Golden Girls superfan, for joining us on the show. Oh, Billy Idol, oh, White nice Wedding.
2: Start again.
1: We're learning about... Betty White's wedding. I, I I didn't know that she had this great love affair with her husband, who passed away back in 1981. His name was Alan Ludden. He was also in television, hosted the game show Password. And here's a little clip from Betty White documentary, First Lady of Television. Betty talking about her relationship with Alan. And uh, a little bit of flirting going on when she was a guest on the game show Password.
4: This is the sparkling television star and great Password player, Betty White. What are your plans for the summer, Betty?
2: Well, I'm going to do some... (laughs) What did you have in mind, Alex?
1: One night we went to dinner and he gave me a jewelry box and I opened it and there's a wedding ring, a lovely wedding ring with diamonds all the way around. I live in California. There was no way I was gonna move to New York. Did he give it back to the jeweler? No. He put it on a chain around his neck. There's the wedding ring. You'd see it at all times, here it is. In my idiocy, I wasted a whole year we could have been together. It had suddenly dawned on me I was gonna spend the rest of my life Without him, because of my stubbornness. So
2: sure enough, we got married, and I moved to New York for four years. And then Goodson Todman moved password back to California, and life was wonderful.
4: Telling this is Alan Ludden saying the password tonight is home.
2: Will you take me home, please, Mr. Ludden? I
1: certainly will, Mr. Ludden. Thank you.
2: Good night. Uh,
3: so romantic. Mm-hmm. How good is your life when you go? Oh, New York. <laughs> I don't want to move there. <laughs> One of those things, too, uh, you know,
1: the, the line between romance and creepiness, if you propose to somebody, they say no, and you, instead of returning the ring, you, you put it on a chain and wear it around your neck. <laughs> yeah, I know. it's a different world, you know, 50 years ago. And Betty White, reportedly her last word was Alan, which was her husband's name. Very romantic. Mm-hmm. Have you given any thought to what you want your last word to be, Jim? Oh, like pre-plan, something real profound.
3: Yeah. If women don't find you handsome, they should at least find you handy. Beep. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. God, such, such sage advice. He was so wise. <laughs> or, should, or you think I would say a name, like somebody's name. Yeah, maybe Sarah. Like this
1: must, yeah. hearing this story must make you excited that... You've got a fiance. You're going to be getting
3: married. And you, you're just starting your great love affair here. Yeah, but then it's like I'm wi- ripping off Betty White a little bit. Yeah. Uh, what Maybe about a I, random name? What if I just said Alan? <laughs> <laughs> Who is Alan? Larry. <laughs>
1: what? Has <does> no Larry? <laughs> I'm gonna on my deathbed. I, I've got it figured out. I'm gonna say. Yeah. Jim Kelly murdered a guy. <laughs> cops show up to my door we <laughs> got a deathbed confession
3: <laughs> we don't Jim know Ke- anything
1: no. more than you murdered a
3: guy Jim Kelly murdered me
1: <laughs> Oh, it was Jim it was Jim rest in peace Betty White couple weeks where uh, as a country we're looking to come together and watch our boys win a gold medal at mm-hmm. the world juniors but unfortunately stupid COVID ruined it for everyone our good friend, Bob Martin, Bobo, we call him. He is the head of security for Team Canada with Hockey Canada. And he was out there in Alberta. He joins us here on the show. Hey, Bobo. Morning.
4: Morning, Taz. Jim.
1: Happy New Year.
4: Happy New Year to you guys, too.
1: I know, uh, I know it must have been a pretty big letdown for you and uh, especially for those uh, the, the players out there team Canada was doing great they had a couple wins under their belt and they were they were just moving forward the way they should in that tournament
4: yeah we were uh it was the boys were rolling as you said uh every game we're getting a little better and uh different guys were scoring and as a group I, I felt that we had the team to go all the way
1: how did you guys find out that the tournament was canceled like how did they handle that
4: side of things well, that morning went for a morning skate uh, over to the Rogers Centre, came back, and uh, the boys had their pre-game meal. And they all went to lay down at about 12.30. We got a mass text saying uh, all personnel, uh, uh, players and staff, report to the meal room. And about 1.30, uh, uh, Scott Salmon, vice president of Hockey Canada, came in and gave us the bad news. It was pretty devastating.
1: How did the players take it?
4: It uh, wasn't, wasn't pretty. Um, very, very, as I said, disappointing. Uh, uh, there's some sad eyes around the room. Uh, after about a half an hour go by, guys are getting up, getting up, giving everybody hugs, and you know,
3: can't blame anybody for being emotional. This is the pinnacle for a lot of guys' careers yeah. and their families. You know, you don't get you don't get unlimited
1: chances yeah. to win a, a gold medal at the World Juniors. That's for sure.
4: No, you don't. That's that's the sad part. Some of these players, it was their first and only opportunity, and uh, two games in the tournament, uh, it gets shut down.
1: But you say the 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 outpouring of support from back home and and across the country really helped the guys out and helped them get over
4: it, right? Oh my God! It was it was it was every everybody. That's all their, their phones lit up, of course, and well throughout the whole tournament, the support from. Uh, Especially around here for uh, Broch. and
1: Brett Brochu, uh, the the yeah, goalie of Brett the London Brochu. Knights, who was he got to play a game. He was looking great.
4: He was. He really was. He was really uh, the whole the whole camp. Broche was just tall and proud. Played well. Uh, just a great kid, and uh, I, I really thought he was going to get an opportunity here to want uh, to run with us there.
1: Yeah, and showcases talents and maybe, you know, get signed by a team. Like, there's there's so many aspects of this tournament. It's not just, uh, you know, getting the country behind you, but also it could be a major step in your career. So a heartbreaker. For those, those kids on the team, uh, kudos to everyone who supported them, though I know you wanted to say thank you for, for everybody uh, back here and and across uh, the country reaching out and, and showing that support. Now, Bobo, you're supposed to be getting on a plane in a couple of weeks and going over to the Olympics. Is that still, as far as you know, something that's happening?
4: Yeah, as a matter of fact, I was on a call last night. Uh, we're, everything's still, we're going ahead, so... Hmm. Around the 25th, I fly to uh, Switzerland for a training camp and, and then move on from there six, seven days later to uh, Beijing.
1: All right. Well, I don't know if you saw my, uh, my Instagram post, but uh, my son and I went on our bubble hockey table and we played a, a simulation, and <gasps> Team Canada won the World Juniors in our eyes. They beat Russia in yep. the finals. Yep. So congratulations, Canada. You did it. <laughs>
4: So, do you stand that get another gold, uh, gold medal?
1: Or? Yeah, that's right. You get another gold for your collection, Bob. We'll make it out of tinfoil, okay? Yeah, yeah, it'll
4: be a
3: simulated <laughs> gold
4: medal.
1: A lot uh, going down over the holidays. You had uh, Betty White, we lost. We also
3: lost John Madden. Just talking yeah. NFL with Dev there. That's too bad
1: one of the most recognizable personalities and names in football.
3: Yeah, again, though hard to feel bad about this one. Like talk about iconic uh you know, player, coach, broadcaster and the Madden NFL video games, honestly. Like that that his legacy lives on through that too. He apparently got paid 150 million or something crazy for them to use his name. Off the bat? I don't know pro- if it I was off if he the made bat that or over in over, total yeah. because, I mean, jeez. Because they didn't—I don't think they knew the game was going to be that big of a hit back in the '80s. But um, you know, he didn't fly, right? I I have heard that he took a tour bus.
1: He took a bus everywhere. Yeah, you have to go. You have to go on Madden's bus to get from town to town, game to game.
3: If it was your own personal bus, I think I'd prefer that over a flight. I mean, it would take way longer, but at least you're not. Sitting in airports all the time, right? Yeah, you'd get used to taking naps in the back, I'm sure. sure. yeah, yeah. Do study the game, Uh, see the roster, you know, whatever. Fire up the PlayStation. (laughs) You've got a a football game named after you. Yeah, yeah. Good work
1: if you can get it. R.I.P. John Madden. Something I want to ask you about, Jim, before I forget, Okay, a number of people were questioning me about this over the holidays. They're like, how did Jim's uh, repelling go? Because you, before uh, the break, we were telling people that you were getting ready to, to go down the side of the Children's Hospital in London, Ontario with mm-hmm. Santa Claus.
3: Yeah, that's right. Well, Santa showed up. He was there. We did it. We repelled three times, went all the way across the building, so we covered like as much window space as possible. Uh, weirdly enough, I said, "Oh, we only saw about twelve, twelve kids or something like that," uh-huh. and then my girlfriend goes, "Only? It's a hospital." That's good news. And I said, Oh, you're you're right. Yeah. That is guys great news. <laughs> but, but were the, the kids excited? Who, they were pumped. At the window? And we were we were also able to go up to the sixth floor and peek in some doors and, and say hi to the kids, which they absolutely loved. And I gotta be honest, the nurses, I think they needed something to break up the monotony and the you know, the terrible two years that was. So they were also very excited and they were yeah. down around the windows and waving and it was just something something to bring the cheer to the people. Well, we've done a lot of work with, with children children's
1: hospitals and, uh, being in there, you know, how emotional it can get for us when we're in there. And, uh, you're talking to some of the parents and hearing the stories about the kids, but those nurses and the doctors every day, Mm -hmm. they need to do that. And it takes, it takes a strong person to be able to go back in there every day and deal with what they have to deal with. So good for you for putting some smiles on some faces there.
3: And good for, um, Vertical Access Solutions, the company that did it, uh, for raising thirteen thousand bucks for the Children's Health Foundation. The goal was ten grand, so we nice. we beat it. So it's good. And
1: you're you're looking forward to next year, hoping to repel again at the London Children's Hospital and uh, trying to contact Hamilton's Children's Hospital as well.
3: And Kitchener's yeah. and Kitchener's
1: Children's mm-hmm. Hospital. So take the show on the road. Kudos to Santa as yeah. well.
3: He's very busy this that, that time of year. So and and he had a. He took a pretty big wedgie for the team, I would say. (laughs)
1: Yeah, once you get that harness on, it really really emphasizes the jingle bells, doesn't it? (laughs) Taz and Jim back after a couple weeks off for the holiday season, and we're happy to be back talking on the radio. Although I'm a little nervous, Jim. What? We may have some radio competition here. Oh, no. Uh, I, I found this clip online. I don't like it. You are now listening to 103.5 Don FM. You've been in the dark for way too long. It's time to walk into the light and accept your fate with open arms. That voice sound familiar? I
3: don't know. There was so much going on. You are now listening to 103.5 Don FM.
1: That's Canadian superstar Jim Carrey.
3: Oh, wow. Is this like a pre-famous voiceover or something? No. No, it's,
1: I don't think it's a real radio station either, but, jeez, if it is, we're in trouble. How yeah. can we compete with Jim Carrey? Or Jesus, because it sounded <laughs> like
3: a Christian radio station.
1: Uh, new album coming out from The Weekend on ah, Friday.
3: Some Canadian love. Uh-huh. The,
1: the album is called Dawn FM and uh, Jim Carrey is featured on the album. It uh, sounds like he is playing the role
3: of a disc jockey introducing the t- songs. <laughs> I do. That is that is one thing that R&B and rap music does way better than rock music is the little skits in between the songs that like all the big albums have. Some of them are hilarious. Some of them are just wild. But it's, it seems to be like popular in different types of music. And it makes you listen to the whole album because yeah, you don't want to miss either. anything in between the tunes. It's like uh, yeah, it's like
1: a whole experience. Jim Carrey posted on social media, said he got to hear The Weekends' new album. Quote: It was deep and elegant, and it danced me around the room. I'm thrilled to play a part in The Weekends' symphony. Here you go, Friday, Don FM. <laughs> With Jim Carrey. You've been in the dark for way too long. It's time to walk into the light. Taz and Jim live. We are back here for a new year, January 4th, 2022. Um, thanks for being here with us. We were a little worried when we left for, for a couple weeks for the holidays that no one would be here when we got back. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Hello?
1: Yeah, but the phone lines are lighting up. And, oh boy. We got uh, one of our favorite listeners here, Jordo, on the line. Hey
2: Giordo. Oh boys, it's the bombers, baby. First of all, we got it back to back to back. Bombers, baby, all day, Taz and Jim. First of all, I'd like to welcome you boys back. Second of all, wow, I'm almost halfway through, well, definitely way more than half, but uh through my home alone Lego Lego house. <laughs> wow. I whoa, whoa, whoa.
1: <laughs> Talk about a lot going on.
2: Yeah, hey, how are you guys doing anyways?
1: I'm pretty good, man. You? Did Santa uh, bring you the home alone Lego house?
2: Uh, no, well, Santa was up on November eighth when it came out. On a uh, so you had to order. It. I had to order it through the states, Taz, man.
3: Wow! And who are the which bombers are you referring to?
2: Buddy, the Winnipeg. Are you serious?
3: Oh, okay. the The game that was a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> i haven't
2: talk to you boys in a minute. Come on, man. Yeah, uh, that's what I
3: assume. But I'm just like, <laughs> where are we? What year is it?
2: Yeah. Well, great question. At least we're still able to chat. How many pieces
1: <laughs> in the Home Alone Lego kit? There, oh, Giordo. The,
2: the minifigures? Well, first of all, we got Marvin Harry, which are the killers, boys. Wet bandits in this kit. I cannot wait till the... the
1: <laughs> but the house! How big is the house?
2: The, it's not about how big it is, it's how, it's how detailed it is. The house is, say, the size of a cube, a 2-4 box, like a case of beer. and But the, like, it's how it opens out, and it's so detailed. It's how much
1: did you pay for that thing?
2: How good? Not enough.
1: I don't know Have you watched uh, The new Home Alone? I, I watched it on Disney Plus With the kids Over the holidays
2: <laughs> No I didn't even know There was a new one out I just love Lego Tasman You boys still Haven't been to the shop You haven't seen My Lego handles And you can You oh my goodness Jimbo You cannot wait To see my on now Wow <laughs> okay. Wow Okay
1: Great coherent conversation Jordo. <laughs> Happy <laughs> New Year pal
2: Welcome back boys Later <laughs>
1: If only we could bottle that guy's energy, Jim. (laughs) Oh, dude, that is a Red Bull in a human. Dry January,
3: Jim. Mm. You gonna be a dry January this year? No. (laughs) Sometimes I do do sober October, but Uh uh, I, I I did not feel it was appropriate this year. I did it last year. I said enough is enough. Dry January,
1: wet January is also an option, according to Pabst Blue Ribbon and the Maniac running their social media accounts. <laughs> this is uh, Okay, I got to warn you in case you got the kids in the car with you. This gets pretty intense. Headline reads, Pabst Blue Ribbon apologizes for tweeting, not drinking this January? Try eating...
2: What?
1: Can you believe Patch Blue Ribbon Is encouraging people To eat donkey meat? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay not okay. drinking. So on, on the weekend, uh, Pabst Blue Ribbon, they they started tweeting about wet January, and they had this graphic with dolphins and jet skis, and like, eh, forget dry January, do wet January with Pabst Blue Ribbon. Obviously trying to inco- encourage people to drink their product. Then they started getting some backlash, um, saying that they were insulting people uh, people's sobriety and people who were trying to to quit drinking for a month they were making it difficult whatever they started getting some backlash and then whoever runs their social media account tweeted out not drinking this january
3: try eating ass i didn't know it was one or the other they didn't know this was the alternative. Is there no like middle <laughs> ground? Yeah, carbonated <laughs> water. Is that something I can try, or is it straight to the ass? You know, I just—it's more about the
1: ritual. I just need to have something in my hand <laughs> when I'm at a party.
3: It's an oral fixation, really.
1: Something to sip on. <laughs> <laughs> Some <laughs> habits die hard. Uh, this is all good fun, though. Well, this is this is a funny response here. Somebody said, uh, "Pap's blue ribbon or ass? What's the difference?" <laughs> and Pap's blue ribbon <laughs> responded, "This is their official Twitter account. Ask your mom." Oh snap!
3: Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Coming into twenty twenty two hot, they Pabst. have they have deleted
1: the tweet. Uh, Pabst has uh, put out a statement saying that the one person was responsible for the tweeting. One hero, and the company is handling the matter internally, mm-hmm. which is kind of like eating.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Handle the matter internally. <laughs> We apologize about the language and content of our recent tweets. The tweets in question were written in poor judgment by one of our associates. In no way does the content of these tweets reflect the values of Pabst and our associates. We're handling the matter internally and have removed the tweets from our social platforms. Um, They've only posted one tweet since, deleting the the tweet in question. Uh, This is currently... Uh, January 3rd, 12.45 p.m., Pat's Blue Ribbon on Twitter posted the word beer. (laughs) (laughs) Keep it it. simple.
3: (laughs) I want to see you peacock, cock, cock,
1: peacock, cock. Time for sports with our sports guy, Devin Peacock from Global News Radio. Hey, Dev, good to hear you.
5: Good to hear you guys, too. Happy 2022. Yeah,
1: new year, new us. Right, gang? (laughs) <laughs> something like that <laughs> Hey uh, speaking of uh, of new plans uh, Gary Bettman's got one for NHL players in the Olympics what's the deal
5: So Gary Bettman would like to move the uh, hockey competition that we always associate with winter Olympics for obvious reasons to the summer Olympics. Now, this is something that he's apparently been trying to make happen since the mid nineties. The big issue is of course, that the Olympics always interrupts the NHL season. And if hockey was in the summer Olympics, then that would not be an issue. (laughs) Now the IOC has been against this right from the get-go. They want hockey and the Winter Olympics for obvious reasons. Duh. So I I don't see how this changes (laughs) really unless there is the possibility of an extended period where we don't have NHL players at the Olympics. I imagine the IOC wants the NHL at the Olympics, and if the Summer Olympics is the best way to have that happen, maybe this goes ahead. No. But here's the thing. Hockey players like the NHLers are desperate to go to the Olympics. The report over the weekend that Elliot Friedman from Sportsnet was talking about, like some players were talking about crazy plans of retiring from the NHL so they could go join Hockey Canada at the Olympics and then trying to rejoin their teams in the NHL. That's how bad they want to be in the Olympics.
1: Okay, but there's only so many icy, snowy sports here. So if if they're going to take hockey and put it in the summer games, we got to take one from the summer games and put it in the winter games. Canoeing! (laughs) Downhill, (laughs) toboggan canoeing. (laughs) <laughs> what about what about the 100-meter dash on an
5: icy sidewalk? How's that sound? <laughs> well, the other part, too, is, I mean, listen, like the, the Summer Olympics is the Olympics. The Winter Olympics of the two is not the most popular, even though we here in Canada do excel at the Winter Olympics. You can't just take men's hockey out. You're taking women's hockey as well. So it's more than just the NHL, in my mind. You can't have women's hockey at the Winter Olympics and men's hockey at the Summer Olympics. Olympics, so I mean, if you're looking at from a medal standpoint, we should be in the uh, Winter Olympics because that's where we shine. Did you watch any good movies over the Christmas break, Jim?
3: What did I? I watched the new Spider-Man. Did you like it? Yeah, I did. I did. It was uh, it was a little much. There's a lot going on, but Uh uh, it was a it was a fun movie. You know, it was like there. It yeah, it was fun to see the gang back together. You
1: agree what I what I said with my review? it it was like they figured out who they could get to be in the movie and then wrote the story around it.
3: Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. But I enjoyed I I got I, I thought it was dragged on a little bit, but I also enjoyed all the three Spider Men brow out and like having heart to hearts. It was so silly and it was like fifteen minutes long, right yeah. near the climax and it was just uh, I was laughing pretty hard. You want to come over here and crack my back? <laughs> yeah, it sounded like me and you. That's like what we do. crack my back You've done that, I think. You
1: yeah. think? Hey, Jim, my back's sore. Come over here and yeah, crack step my on back on it. Yeah. (laughs) Remember the time there was like a, a rivet on my jeans? There's a rivet on my jeans that got bent. So when I sat on the chair it was getting By the pockets. Yeah, it was getting snagged on the chair. Yeah. And Jim went and got like a pair of pliers from the engineer's room here at oh, that's work. That's true.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bent it back on your pants <laughs> and fixed it. And somebody walked by
1: <laughs> walked by the window, looks into the studio. I'm bent over. Yeah, Jim's yeah. got a pair of pliers at my butt, <laughs> trying to pull the little rivet off, bend it in, back into Yeah. Only a friend would do that. Only, yeah, only yeah. A, a fellow Spider-Man would do that yeah, for a guy. Yeah.
3: Looked like a real syrode uh, hemorrhoid operation going on
1: here. <laughs> Did you watch the new Matrix movie? I didn't, and I'm not planning on it. I wasn't planning on it, but I'm going to now just to support Keanu Reeves. This guy is a man. It's, it's now coming out, and we didn't know about this for decades because Keanu didn't put his name on it. But when he made The Matrix, he was paid around $45 million, and he donated 70% of his salary to leukemia research. Holy cow, man. Is that incredible? His younger sister, Kim, had been battling leukemia for eight years at the time. Uh, Keanu created a charity to aid adults and children with cancer, didn't tell anyone about it, and now uh, the news has kind of leaked to the surface, and it
3: just cements... Keanu as the nicest guy in the world. Yeah, and I'm not saying he planned it, but this is how I would plan it if I if I wanted to be the best guy. Don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody, and then and then it leaks years later. Oh, you get the best of both worlds.
1: Keanu would never
3: do that. <laughs> That's not my Keanu.
1: <laughs> Back here after a couple weeks off, and your habits can change quickly. Like uh, I got so used to wearing sweatpants. <laughs> over the past two weeks. Now, when I went to the grocery store yesterday, I didn't realize that my fly was wide open. <laughs> oh, I, just because sweatpants, they don't have zippers on the front of them. You know, it's n- not a worry. Less busy work when you're putting them on. Yeah, so I, I went from sweatpants to jeans and I just forgot to do the zipper up. And when I say it was wide open, like uh, it was, thank God I had underwear on. <laughs> It was wide like put a uh, mask down there, brother. Yeah. yeah if you saw me at the no frills and you didn't tell me, like, come on. <laughs>
0: would
3: you tell a stranger if their fly was wide open like that? Um I think I well, I don't know. I think I'd first I'd film it. And then I would <laughs> I don't I think I would. If it was like a younger guy, it depends on what the person looked like, if they looked like they had a sense of humor, it kind of depends. I don't know why uh-huh. you're even wearing jeans. To the grocery store should have just kept the sweatpants on cause no you're wearing a mask so it's not like anybody can be like oh look at yeah. Tez he's really giving up on life no mm-hmm. you just rock the sweatpants in there and that was my favorite gift too uh,
1: my wife bought me a new pair of Roots sweatpants good ones the Cadillacs <laughs> sweatpants <laughs> yeah they' were very nice what was what was your number one top gift that you got this year
3: um I only got half of them I didn't see my like parents in that side of the family. So you still have gifts to open yeah it'd probably be like a gift card to the keg or something like that nothing crazy but oh, that's nice. um, we got a my girlfriend gave me some sweet stuff I can't really remember some clothes but uh, we were wondering if she was gonna up up her game a little bit
1: with the presents because you gave her the engagement ring in the summer
3: Yeah. I don't know if she upped it, but she met expectations. Like, I, we had a budget though, so you can't really go too crazy. Uh-huh. Or I'd be mad. But we did get, well, I, I didn't really know about these, but we got a Nespresso. I, I don't know if they're a big Coffee deal maker? now, but I thought it was just like a normal Keurig. Again, it mostly is, but it like leaves a foamy thing at the t- They're awesome. I mean, I, 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 they're expensive. Uh, the cups, each cup. So I don't think I'm going to be using it that often, but it makes awesome coffee, the Nespresso. It leaves like a foam layer at the top. Yeah. So now I'm going to, I'll start talking about it. Does Sarah, does Sarah drink coffee? Oh, yeah, yeah. She's working from mm-hmm. home and has been for a year mm, a half.
1: gift was kind of for her.
3: <laughs> I just, this is why I brought a travel mug in this morning. I did, I rocked one when. You had a, before, a Nespresso before you got here. I did, yeah. Good for you. But uh, it's the last I will mention, because I don't want to become like an air fryer guy who like brings <laughs> it up in every possible. Oh, you
1: need to get an espresso. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, I'm not going to do that. But they're good. What
1: if Nespresso sent you a crate full of the uh, the little cups? Oh, I'd sell my soul. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good. Uh, Do you drink your coffee while wearing sweatpants? Give that a try. Let me tell you, it's amazing.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Spill and do not care. I want to see you pee. Time for sports.
1: Peacock, Devin Peacock, 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 our sports guy, is here. And the Browns didn't have a lot of motivation in in their game Monday nighter against the Steelers last night, losing twenty six
5: to fourteen. Dev. It was the Ben Roethlisberger show. He is going to be uh, retiring at the end of the season. ESPN was going all out in uh, what uh, looks like it's going to be his uh, home farewell here. Uh, But uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, really taking it to the Cleveland Browns. And if that was Ben Roethlisberger's last ever game at home, it was a good one. The Bills clinching. You guys must be pretty excited about that. Good news. They've uh, clinched a playoff spot. They have not clinched the AFC East. This is, uh, of course, the first year the NFL's got an 18-game schedule. So the AFC East will be decided next week. It'll be either the Bills or the Patriots. The Bills do hold the tiebreaker, so it's all in their hands. If they beat the Jets, they win the division. If they don't then things get complicated.
1: (laughs) And you guys know I'm a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. What an emotional roller coaster that game was against the Jets on the weekend. How's Antonio Brown
5: doing? Antonio Brown is uh, no longer a uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneer. It's funny I saw some uh, posts on um, Instagram that had been shared from TikTok of uh, Antonio Brown in some guy's car. He was in an Uber, and the Uber guy was uh, freaking out because Antonio Brown was in his car because Antonio Brown just walked out of the game. <laughs>
1: yeah, he apparently refused the- to. Game was still going, and he was
5: in some guy's Uber. He just left. He just he just left. So that he, he apparently refused to go back into the game because he had an ankle injury. There is uh, some uh, degree of uh, debate within the Tampa Bay organization as to how vocal he had been about that. Uh, ankle injury bothering him. It was apparently enough. He did not want to go back into the game, but, but not enough left. to stop him from doing shirtless jumping jacks along the sidelines as he uh, left the field. Yeah, he looked he looked pretty spry to me, but I, I I'm not an ankle expert. Well, Mike Evans, his uh, fellow wide receiver, was trying to like tell him to put his you know jersey back on, and he said while he was talking to Antonio Brown, he just saw that look in his eye, and he knew it was is not going to happen. Like Antonio mm-hmm. Brown was going to do what antonio brown was going to do and it might be the last thing he does in the nfl because i don't know who brings him into their organization after that
1: yeah the bucks have been pretty classy about it though obviously they think antonio brown needs to get some help and and there's some mental illness uh, that uh, could be at play here so hopefully if he does need help he gets it thanks Deb. Cuckoo.